Hey, Matt. Hello, Mark. <laughs> Long time no talk. Man, it's been a little bit. It's been a little bit. Yeah, we we kind of cast off there. I don't know, last, uh, maybe it was like the teens, the week of the teens in uh, yeah. in December. Yeah, and, I, and for this call today, like, I didn't even remember how to hook up my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I had to reboot my computer to make it work. It's, uh, I feel like there's been a meme going around. Uh, it's like when you come back after the holidays and you can't even remember the password to log into your computer. It's like, great, I killed exactly. enough brain cells over the... <laughs> That's a good vacation. Yeah, seriously. You know, you're doing something right. Mm. Uh, did you have a good holiday? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really good for the... First time in a long time, I really disconnected. Good. Like I, and like, you know, like mentally disconnected too. Like really just mm-hmm. did not think about work or I'm constantly obsessing about new ideas that I have. Like <laughs> sure. I was actually able to stop doing that and just, yeah, just hang out with family, playing board games, uh, spending Christmas with extended family, mm-hmm. lots of uh, time at, at at the dog park with the dog. Or, <laughs> yeah, it's just yep. been it's just been relaxed. That's so yeah, good. It's been great. That's so good. Yeah, I really yeah. I really committed uh so I think this has happened to me before or in previous years, but I never I was never adult enough to realize it was happening. If you don't rent, like I I sprinted into my vacation. Um I my contract was ending. I wanted to use it as an opportunity to make some money and to, you know, send the send it off in style, make sure that it had my best work. So I just sprinted towards the end of that contract. But as a result, uh my I hit vacation and I basically fell on the floor. I and couldn't get up. I I was toast. And it's a shame because, you know, the holiday season is is it's a season, not just like a day or a week. So uh, next year, uh, I'm you know I'm making plans for next year already to make sure okay December first rolls around. Manage your energy more properly, <laughs> so that <laughs> so that you're not just like a piece of crap between you know like when you stop working and when you go back. Right. Yeah. But uh, but slowly I'm getting back into the pace of it now. Like yeah. I'm I'm trying to set a minimum of amount of deep work I do per day. Like Great. Sort of to like ramp it up. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been good so far. I do. Somehow, two hours seems to be the the sweet spot for me. Okay, like like I've tried Pomodoro, and like thirty minutes is just too short. Yeah, I agree. Like Twenty five minutes. Yeah, it's like it's, it's disturbing just, you. It's like I'm in this deep work. Yeah, exactly. Stop telling me to stop. <laughs> I'm on a roll. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to stop now. Like I'm I'm in the middle of debugging something. Or yeah, yeah. So, but after two hours, like I start my mind starts to wander. And, right. Yeah, or I lose focus. Like why? why why am I still doing this? You know, why am I still working on the CSS here? Like this, it's good enough. Like, yeah. so after two hours, yeah, I need a break. And then usually like I'll, I'll do another two hour session. Okay. But just to, to start off my bare minimum is two hours a day. Cool. And, and yeah, it's been going well. I've been doing that last week. Basically I'm right now I'm just doing minor improvements for power importer. Mm-hmm. There were a few things that, that changed that I need to improve. So, that that's going well, Great. and so it looks promising. For once that's done, I can finish that WordPress importer, right? And then yeah, start start marketing that, talking to people, fine tuning it, and then who knows what's next? <laughs> I, <laughs> I got so many ideas I want to try. So, but that's for another episode, I think. <laughs> yeah, sure, sounds good. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, I've been uh, I've been really busy this since coming back. So. Uh, at the end of last year, I think I talked about it a bit on the podcast, but really kind of coming at 
life with intention. I realized that, you know, after, <laughs> after how many podcast episodes of, of you talking about your experience of like, I cannot freelance and work on my own stuff at the same time, it does not work. And after me being like, no, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do this and just failing and failing and failing. I realized, <laughs> I realized like, man, just throw yourself into it. Like stop trying to do both and just do one and, and work in waves. If I have to pick up freelancing at some point, then I will. It's no problem. I've got tons of runway. I feel very comfortable where I am. So no big deal. Um, so, uh, so with that, uh, my, uh, one thing that you've definitely taught me is the power of having a goal. I've never really been a goals person. It's just not my thing, but I realized like, you know, I have this failure, <laughs> this failure cycle or this failure behavior where, uh, I need to, I need to change something because this is clearly this is not working. So uh, what I'm really trying to focus in on, I spent a lot of time. I basically spent the whole last week and part of this week figuring out what are my goals for the next quarter. So uh, I've set a bunch of goals around my physical fitness. Uh, I've set a bunch of goals around uh, how I look and my appearance. It's time to get a haircut, Matt. <laughs> it's... <laughs> really you can't keep tying it back and just ignoring it like you you know it's time to like Mike none of man like I haven't bought a new piece of clothing in what feels like years so it's you know just setting some goals around setting up some time to go renovate my wardrobe to take better care of uh, myself in general for all the little things I've been ignoring so uh, but aside from that uh, I've been trying to set business goals so uh, this is really hard <laughs> setting bit. So, cause the problem is that uh, like, you know, you, um, you taught me this lesson last year and it, it really is a, a great point that you can't saying, I want to be making a thousand dollars a month by X date. I'm like, sure. But you don't, that's a dream. Like you don't have control over that's an outcome that you don't necessarily have control over. What you do have control over is the level of effort that you put into the inputs that, that would result in you getting $1,000 a month, for example. Um, so what I've been thinking about is, okay, well, right now I'm in this non-specific zone where I've got some ideas for some things I'd like to try. How do I begin setting a goal and then working backwards from that? So I really, really, really want to work backwards from something uh, because the power of being able to come in uh, and know what you're, what you need to do to move to the next step. I've actually already seen, uh, <laughs> I've already seen benefits from it. So my, uh, one of my goals was around managing my finances. So, you know, I do a lot of budget tracking both personally and in the business, but I don't have like a centralized model. I know that I, I did some simulations and I know I have a lot of runway, but I said to myself like, all right, it's time to, you know, if my goal is to be, uh, anxious free about my finances. I mean, are we ever going to be anxious free? No, but, but, um, you know, if you're not, if you're listening to this and you're not tracking your, uh, your spending, if you don't, if you don't have a budget, that sort of thing, man, nothing gives you a better feeling of control over your life than knowing where your money is going. So being able to have that level of control and have a model that says, this is how many months of runway you have just gives me incredible peace of mind. Like, oh, great. I can, I don't have to worry about income for at least a year. Awesome. Uh, January of 2024, I can figure out what I want to do or if I have to replenish the bank. Um, so I was like, all right, well, if I want to do that, then the goal that I need to have in the next week is I need to have that model written and done. So 
I came in last Thursday or Friday and, you know, you kind of, <laughs> when you're, when you don't have anything necessarily to work on or any project to contribute to, I can look right at my goals and say like, all right, well, it, on Sunday night, I sat down and I put my big rocks in the tank. What are the, what are the must do's carve that time out ahead of time. And I came in and was like, well, my goal says by this week, I have to have this done. So I need to work on this model today. And already I've scratched one of my goals off of uh, now I have a clear view of my financial, of my financial situation. And with minimal effort, I can keep it up to date. And it was a really cool win uh, because you can say, great, I, I knew what I needed to do and it aligned with my mission and I did it and it was a win. So I'm like, great, this is awesome. How can I do more of that? <laughs> I need to be, <laughs> I need to be doing a lot more of that. So with business, it's a little harder because it's so amorphous. Um, if you want to work backwards from something like maybe the mission is to go from non-specific to specific, or just at least to, I don't know, start going in a direction. So, um, one of the things that I was struggling with was, you know, I look at some people I follow and they're very good at finding opportunities, for example, like doing research, finding holes in the market or interesting areas to invest in. And they get to work and they, they, they manage to, and I think you're kind of like this, like you just create these opportunities of like, Oh, I'm kind of interested in no code. I'm going to go look, Oh, there's this thing going on over here. I'm going to be helpful and try this out. Oh, it looks like it's working. Oh, I built a SAS and it's working and people are paying me. That's cool. And like, you know, I mean, I know it's not that easy. I know I just like <laughs> understated that incredibly so, but um, it's this ability to like spin up opportunity um, or find it, research it, find it, and and find those opportunities. And I feel a personal weakness with that. It's like I want to crank. I want to be able to crank operate things to work on. Um, and it's never been a strength of mine up until now. So um, you know, you like I, I you know I called <laughs> I called you. <laughs> uh, it kind of in a little bit of a tizzy last week of like, well, how can I set a goal? How can I set a, like a non? How do I go from non-specific to specific? And you said something very interesting, which was, I have a way of turning the, of, you know, turning that crank of creating ideas. I'm turning the crank without knowing it in that I tend to get opportunities tend to present themselves to me. Um, Whether it's like, I don't know how I am or the network I build or whatever, people just kind of tend to find me and throw things at me or ask for help or I tend to help them. I I can't explain (laughs) why it is or why it is, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just kind of manufacture opportunity. So I've been thinking a little bit about that and trying to think, okay, well, how can I apply intention to the opportunities that find me? And maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's building more stuff for people or getting involved with the things that people are building and trying to just be helpful in general. I'm not sure, but I've been thinking a lot about, you know, a part of that conversation that we had as well was about thinking in bets how can I take an opportunity and evaluate the bet that I want to place on it? Um, if I have 18 months of runway and I want to start making bets, do I make 18 one month bets? Do I make nine two month bets? Uh, nine times two is 18. Yeah. <laughs> math, public math. We do public math here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, so how do you want to structure these bets and what do the bets cost you? Do they cost you time, money, both? And is it a a large amount of money or a large amount of time? Is it a small amount thinking about the investment versus the reward? 
and being able to say, oh, well, you know, I put in a little bit of time and it's not reaping any reward. Who cares? Like, don't, doesn't bother me. Like, or great, it failed or it succeeded. Like being able to figure out what does momentum look like and how do I know to continue or not? Um, so I kind of, uh, I kind of just monologued there for what feels like a million years, but <laughs> one of the things that I'm trying to figure out now is I really like what you said before about leveraging the opportunities that come my way. It's cool that these opportunities find me. Um, it is a little worrying that maybe I feel like I can't, I don't necessarily have control over my ability to produce those ideas, but maybe it isn't a problem because I'm not looking like, you know, right now I'm seeking opportunities and an opportunity has found me. Right. Um, the opportunity I'm talking about is a, a friend I made at the, the co-working space that I'm at uh, reached out to me and has brought some e-commerce people and said, you know, maybe we can all get together. There seems to be a lot of holes in this, in the e-commerce space and came up with a direction and some ideas and they've involved me and seems really interesting. So, and I think I can help them. So we're kind of partnering up on, on some initial ideas that we can begin to explore. But I guess part of it is part of what I'm thinking is, well, I, I guess the discussion I wanted to have with you was when you think about bets, how do you, how do you grade a bet or how do you determine the type of bet that you want to take? Like, did you do this with power importer? Like when power importer first started, were you just like, Oh, somebody, somebody was saying that they were having trouble syncing to Webflow, So you just, were you, were you just trying to be helpful and said, here you go? Or were you, were you that calculated about it? Or were you just thinking, oh, it's an opportunity to help someone. I'll just do that. I had an idea what the MVP would be. And, you know, very back in napkin math, like I was, uh, I, I can build this in a month or two. Right. And and then we'll see. Like, we'll see if it gets traction. Right. So so, so that was the bet. It's like, I I knew I had found a channel where people were very willing to to talk to me about this problem. Right. So I knew that this was a problem people were willing to at least invest their time into solving. Right. I knew they were spending or they were spending money already to solve it, like mm -hmm. on Zapier and Integromat. Mm -hmm. So so really the next thing was well, I, I just need an MVP that they can pay for. But that but like because I didn't you know I didn't have to worry about runway and like mm -hmm. say oh I, I just have so many bets left to to try. Right. It was just a question of what's the upside and what's the downside. Mm -hmm. So like the downside, I was limiting it to uh, like a one for two month MVP. That should be enough. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't get traction, well then on to the next thing. Right. Uh, but but yeah, it just kept getting traction and then add a new feature to it. And it just, yeah, it just kept getting traction. So I knew I had product market fit. So I, I just worked on that full time. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's how I had scope. Like that, that was my rip cord. It's like, if after, after my MVP, I'm not getting traction, well, either I just put it on the back burner and let it slowly, organically get new customers and I move on to something else mm -hmm. or, or I just scrap it completely, move on to something else. Right. Mm -hmm. And did you have a clear idea of what, what a positive outlook looked like or what a win looked like to give you fuel or conviction that you should continue working on it? Yeah, it's it's been two years now, so I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. Mm. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't think I had such concrete. It's just like, yeah, it's like, does it feel like I've I have traction? Yeah. Does it Does it feel like yeah, people are just signing up and paying for it, and 
I don't have to like sell it. I don't have to convince people to try it. like that. It's more like I would, I knew what it would look like if I didn't get traction. Right. If I had this and then people tried it and said, oh yeah, it doesn't, doesn't do what I want. I'd rather continue to use Zapier. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, then I would have said, okay, this is, I'm not going to fight people. I'm not going to try to convince them that this is better than Zapier. Mm-hmm. Just let them, let them use Zapier and I'll move on to something else. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, I've been thinking a little bit about. I mean, I don't have. Uh, I don't have anything to apply metrics to to say, oh, this is working or not working. But in the process of thinking about working backwards, part of me was thinking, well, how do you know if you're okay, or how do you know that something is working, or you have sufficient conv- uh, conviction to continue? And I was thinking, like, it probably feels more like a gut feeling, at least in the beginning, of oh, like I created something and people are clicking on it. That's cool. Or you're running a Google ad and someone is clicking on that ad. Like it, it tells you something about the way you're messaging people or what people are, right? people are interested in your offer or what you have to say at the very least. And that's a good sign. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're making progress mm-hmm. and, and then if you like chart that progress, like is a trajectory, is the trajectory good? Like, mm-hmm. is that, am I onto something? Cause if, if you're like spending eight hours a day on Twitter trying to like, uh, you know, you're spending eight hours a day on Twitter and you're not getting many new customers, you know, just graph it out. If if you keep doing that, like mm-hmm. you'll never, you know, you'll never reach the goal by that deadline that you have. Yep. And, and what's the opportunity cost of like spending eight hours a day on this? Like, yeah, you could be doing other things. Mm-hmm. So that. It's really loosey goosey, but it's <laughs> basically, <laughs> you know, if it feels like I got traction, you'll know. Yeah. I mean, you you did it. You did it with the um, the um, what was it called? The shred. Your, the shred like, consulting. Well, no, not the shred, but the um, the accounting. The, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the F bars. That's it. The F bars. Mm. Yeah, like right. How much time did you spend building the MVP? <laughs> <laughs> More than, yeah, yeah. I mean, enough. I spent enough time. I, I don't remember, to be honest. It, did, it didn't feel like that. No, no, it wasn't six months. No, 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 no. It no, was, no the, exactly. the product was very simple. I think I, I think it yeah. was eight weeks total, eight or 10 Oh, weeks. there you go. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not a lot of time. You know, like you had a hunch that there was something there. Mm-hmm. You built the MVP, uh, but then you weren't able to to find traction and, yeah. it, it, and it was clear like you you tried you inserted yourself in some groups and mm-hmm. i th- i think that was the right decision to do like just to to give up on it so i mean some people like will say no no keep you know keep hustling mm-hmm. and you you know eventually it will become a success and right. it's like, I, I don't know like i like i like it when it's easy like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe i mean maybe i'm too lazy but I don't know. It seems to be working for me. (laughs) Well, no, like I, I totally agree with you. Um, I, I got a taste of what it's like to be easy when I was doing the, the shred consulting because man, like I was cold emailing people and they were answering me and they were like, I'll take a meeting with you. I'll share data with you. Like they were, it was a real problem and you start to see pretty quickly like, Oh, this is what happens when the market has a need and you, you're, willing to meet it uh, because people, yeah, like, damn, they're pulling it out of your hands uh, because they, they feel that burning, that, that burning problem so badly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, isn't that the kind of business you want? Oh, like, with, the, yeah. I mean, oh God, yes. God, yes. Right? So I, I would say like you try, you know, like you, like you said, let's say you have 18 months of runway. Mm. So that could be like 
very small one-month bets, mm-hmm. or it could be two-month bets or three-month bets. Like I think you can mix and match all of those different size bets, but you probably don't want to do like a 12-month bet. No, like, no, no, no. Right, because that's like that's an all-in. You got you know if you're playing poker, it's like you could, the first hand you have, you're going all in with it, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe if it was pocket aces, it's the right move to make, but right. But you could still but, lose. Uh, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. You could still lose. Even even if, if it was the right the right decision and like all the odds were on your side, you can still lose. Yeah. So I'd rather play many hands. Yeah. And if you play if you play well, like, you'll be profitable, right? To to use the poker. Yeah. 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 So it's funny, yeah. Like even when we're having this conversation, the thing I keep thinking about is I need to find more things to make bets on. And yeah, because I don't have a crank operated way of producing these things. Well, like, sorry, I guess I should say I have not yet done this, but there are tons of people out there who they have like newsletters dedicated to this kind of thing um, of like, how do you mine for interesting opportunities and things like that? Uh, yeah. Cause I, I definitely feel like I don't have many um, I, like, I don't have hobbies to monetize really, or I, I have that feeling I don't, or like my, my main hobby is physical fitness so it's like I can't imagine a place with more snake oil salesmen uh, than physical fitness. But hey, that's where I started. <laughs> oh, so you, that's where you're a snake oil salesman. Got it. Okay, like, that was my first app. <laughs> but no, like it's one of those things where I I don't you know it, I I don't know I hear about like big successful businesses and like the quilting area and it's like you just need a like something around quilting and like I don't necessarily have something like that in my life, um, but. Building a business should not mean that that's a prerequisite. Like being able to find and be, find people who are in pain or in distress and helping them is, I mean, you're, you're, a, you're a great case study for that. I mean, that's exactly what you do and what you're good at. Um, so part of me is a little jealous or I wish I were a different way, but opportunities find me in a different way. So maybe I need to be less worried about, yeah, I just need to double down on the opportunities that find me and working with people that way. And maybe I can hone that, research method myself in other ways yeah. so maybe well, that's one it, day it. when we talked last week that's what you you were trying to to line up those those 18 opportunities or nine opportunities or yeah. whatever like i need to know what they're going to be mm-hmm. you know before i start yeah and i was like i don't know you seem to have no problems finding opportunities they, they seem to land in your lap constantly mm-hmm. these none of those contracts you got by cold email people like they just landed in your lap mm-hmm. The, sh- the shred idea, the like all, all those things, they just they just showed up and yeah. <laughs> so, and if if you're gonna start digging in one thing, like so now if you start exploring e-commerce, like probably come identify a bunch of other problems while doing it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I guess that's it. It's digging into something and finding all the little problems and or um I I think I have uh, one of the reasons I was so stressed about it last week was that I had a feeling that. I want to, sorry, way to say this. I, I fear that I won't be able to create more of these opportunities or because it's not crank operated, I'm starting, I'm thinking like, well, you know, I've got a list of a few things that I can start working on, but what if I can't find any more? It's like, well, I mean, actually, do you need any more? Like maybe you should just get started and see how it goes. And like, just like you say, like one thing leads to another happens all the time. So just roll with it. Well, that's it. I mean, since I've, since I've built Power Importer, like I keep seeing a bunch of other opportunities in the no code space. Mm. So, but if, if I hadn't done Power Importer, like 
I wouldn't even know what no code was. Like it wasn't on my radar at all. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's only natural to get into one area and then, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's funny. It's one of those things. It's like, I, you say that and I'm like, yes, that is a completely reasonable thing to say. And rather than like, I guess that kind of quells my anxiety a little bit, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's that irrational part of my brain. That's just like, Oh, well, what if you can't, what, what if this, what if that? And I'm, uh, I guess like, you know, part of the, you know, part of my mission with these goals to be able to work backwards from that is to silence those, those what ifs, because I can always be taking meaningful steps forward of like, well, that might, you know, that, that irrational idea, or maybe, oh, maybe you can't crank operate things. You're right. Maybe you won't be able to, but today I'm going to take this one step forward and I'm going to do it well. And I'm going to push forward and i I'll learn something in the process or I won't, or I'm getting myself closer to my goal. Um, because that's the, I mean, that's my big mission here is figuring out how to take those meaningful step forward, that meaningful step forward every day. I've already had a big win with it and I see the power in it. So I want to continue to cultivate this behavior. Um, because as I accomplish those goals, I need, it's like, great. Okay. you, You accomplished the first one. Now time to make the next goal. And yeah, like, yeah, the future is scary. I'm, I'm realizing that through this conversation, I'm just like, oh, but the next part, the next part, it's like, stop worrying about the next part. Worry about the immediate goal and then calibrate once you meet it. Um, right. Yeah. And and like the worst case scenario is, yeah, you this opportunity doesn't work out and you absolutely cannot find any other idea, mm. you know, then it's back to freelancing. Yeah. Back to yeah. <laughs> finding a full-time job, right? It's, that's the worst case scenario. Yeah. Like, yes, there's, Matt had only one idea and that's it, <laughs> which Rip. is impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. You're going to find other ideas. Like, yeah. I'm sure you're going to identify three other problems while working these e-commerce people. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, um, yeah, all that to say, I'm just trying to figure out how to go from non-specific to specific. I've got a couple of ideas um, right now kind of what I've been thinking about is I've been learning a lot about uh, render.com. It was a platform as a service. I think I mentioned on the podcast before. I'm sure I have Um, uh, render.com with my last contract, we were using it and I really learned the ins and outs of it. It's not a, there's a lot of nuance in that product and I really learned a lot. So um, I was thinking, Oh, I could probably start a blog with some of the, you know, talking about some of the small things that I've learned, but there's also a support forum. There's all kinds of stuff. So hanging out in that support forum is probably a great use of time. What is it people are trying to do? That sort of thing. I can already think of like one or two utilities that helped me uh, or things I would have liked to have written that would have helped me. Um, But you know, they're not, they're not a week long bet. They're, they're months long bets um, to get that working. But either way, like well, I can, yeah. Well, writing the article itself oh, is you know, no, that's, just a few days. Yeah, that's that's straightforward. Uh, something that is something more like writing a, a utility or something, that's a much larger bet. Okay. Um, but yeah, like sitting in the support forum and seeing the kinds of things that people are struggling with, um, you know, all sorts of little things like that. And like I've got lots of ideas for little bits of content, um, things I would have liked to have implemented but didn't get a chance to, or experiments I would have liked to have run that would be nice to publish, just yeah. things like that. Yeah, and you can stack some of it simultaneously too. Mm-hmm. You could say, I'm going to work 90% of the time on this MVP mm-hmm. and the other 10%, I'm going to write blog posts about render and yep. 
put them out there because those kind of bets like they the odds of them paying out just increase over time yeah like you put an article out there and it doesn't cost you anything to just have the article out there but eventually the right person reads it shares it or reaches out or... yeah yeah so i've got some uh i've got some ideas on that side um but yeah I, there's lots of uh i'm feeling very hopeful about the amount of like opportunity out there it's just finding it and running experiments but yeah so other than that yeah i've just been making a lot of goals for other things and trying to create it's it's laughing to myself because most of the goals that <laughs> I, I you know I, I hate the whole like new year new me thing because I understand how difficult it is to create new behaviors. Like new behaviors are so difficult. Um, and I look at a lot of the goals that I have for myself and I'm like, oh, I'd like to set a goal, but Jesus, does every goal have to come with a new behavior? <laughs> like, it's like you're setting <laughs> yourself up to fail by, by putting too, so much pressure on new behaviors. Um, but looking at it, it's like most of the goals that I have are a change are some kind of change in behavior. So the, the only way that I've been able to, well, the, the small way I've been able to start, and I think I have an accountability mechanism here, which is great, but every Sunday, Sunday evening, afternoon, my wife sits down and opens up her computer and takes a look at like, okay, so what do I have coming this week and shuffles things around and figures out how do I schedule out my week? And I've always said, man, that is such a smart thing to do. I will never do that. I can't imagine opening my computer like that on a Sunday. I want to die. <laughs> Um, but I realized that if you have goals, so I, I, I did a therapy session a long time ago and I, I learned this really in interesting tidbit about values in that values, uh, or the, the, the way he said it, the way the therapist said it was values are a lens that we use to examine the world. Our values are, 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 are our own lens. So I was thinking like, it's true. If you if I'm going to sit down and think about what I need to do in a week, because last time I was fully on my own stuff, I would show up to work and sit in front of my computer and say, Hmm, what should I work on today? Uh, which is like spoiler, like not great. <laughs> it's not a great approach. Um, so sitting down on Sunday night and having my goals on one side of the screen and my calendar on the other and saying, all right, how do I, the, I said, this is what I want to do. Do they still make sense? And if they do, let's put them into the calendar and start allocating time and working backwards from what my goals actually are. So uh, it's been a few weeks now. I've been doing it since like mid-December of like, this is, the, this is the goal that I have and this is how I want to lay my calendar out in order to accomplish it. Um, so I think that's like, I, I, I think that might be the one thing, you know, going back to that book you talked about, like what is the one most yeah. important thing? I think as long as you come into the week uh, with your goals in mind and uh, scheduling things out and allocating things before you even enter the week, I think that might be the one thing that makes everything maybe not irrelevant, but certainly a lot easier of just having a freaking plan. Yeah, there's Cal Newport, the author of Deep Work. Like he talks a lot about time blocking. He's big on that. Okay. Where he looks at his calendar and he like actually blocks off time. Okay. On that day for four hours, I'm going to be on this mm -hmm. and, he, and it's blocked off. No one can schedule anything with him. He's not going to look at his email during that time. And mm -hmm. Yeah. I've, I get, I've been kind of doing that, uh, at least for the things that are concrete enough that I know I can do them. Um, I feel like I've done very little like hard work or hard work. I, I've been doing so much planning, which is, great. I, I'm realizing 
because it's putting into focus, like, what should I be working on? What are the steps involved? And how can I come up with a plan to do this thing? So like even the proof of concept for the e-commerce guys, it's like, all right, well, let me, let me do a bunch of research, do a bunch of investigation. All right. What would, what would an interesting deliverable look like here? And then figuring out how to work backwards from that. And it's like, yeah, I don't, cause I know I don't have, like, I know I don't have to code code is (laughs) having code out is great. Um, but it's not the, it's not the win. The win is figuring out like, what are the steps involved? What are the open questions? You know? Yeah. 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 I'm sure it's, I mean, I'd say like, don't, don't stress yourself out over like time boxing it. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I really need to get this. This is my three month bet and it has to take three months and and then start stressing over it. Like, oh shit, like I'm, I'm just running out of time. Mm -hmm. Right. I think it's okay if it takes three and a half months or, Mm -hmm. but at least, at least you've scoped it, you know, or you, you'll actually reduce some of the scope as you go along. Like, Mm -hmm. no, no, I really need something minimal just to prove that this solves a problem and people are willing to pay for it Yep, or willing to, to pay with money or with time or with feedback, like, Mm -hmm. right. They, they have skin in the game. Exactly. The mom test. Um, Exactly. yeah. Yeah. That's it. The mom test. Yeah. But, but I think mostly what I see people do like that I think is, is a problem is they don't have a end date, right? Like they, they come up with an idea and like, this is the idea that's going to make me financially independent mm-hmm. and, and, and they put blinders on and that's it. And right. now it's like, how do I, how do I make it work? Mm-hmm. And well, do I spend eight hours a day on Twitter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and sometimes they'll, they'll just do that and that's all they do. And they just, it's like wishful thinking. Oh, it, eventually it will work. Like, right. It's like maybe, but that's eight hours. Like that, that's, that's your equity right now, right? Like that's, that's the kind of business you're going to build is where you use your time to build them, right? You're not going to be investing money into it or, or minimal, I mean, minimal money. Right. Exactly. That's it. Like I'm for all my startups, it's always been bootstrap, but I mean, very little capital mm-hmm. bootstrap. I buy a domain name and pay for hosting and that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the rest is all just my time, but you have limited time. So if you're going to spend eight hours a day on Twitter, like wishful thinking that eventually this will lead to success for this idea. Like that's the problem I see. Like people have no end date. It's like, no, no, I'm just going to do this until it works. Yeah. Yeah. I and think then, you know, maybe they change their strategy. Okay. It's, it's not working. Now I'm going to cold email people until it works. Mm-hmm. But again, I've, often I see people, they, they try it way too long. It's like, mm. if you would have, like, this, this is an infinite bet you're making. It's like, it's, it's exactly. just one bet and you're just going all in mm-hmm. and hoping that on the flop, you get the card you need. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the, I think the way I'm looking at this, like e-commerce bet, for example, is, um, you know, there's this idea for a product and that's great. And I'm trying to think, okay, so let's say that this product was a, was a smash success. What would be all, what are the, let's, let's back, back plan it. And it's like, all right, so I need to know that it's technically feasible. All right, great. So I can pull, I can play around with some APIs. I can pull some data and like get an idea if that's true. And then my partners can say things like, great, I'm going to speak with a bunch of people to try to understand, like, do they experience this problem? Do they attempt to solve it? is it a problem? Do they say it's a problem, but it's not really a problem? Like, you know, sussing out the market, figuring that stuff out. And then the bet that I'm prepared to make right now is that in 10 days, 
I can, you know, and that's extreme in 10 days with very like tiny bits of effort every day, I can prove whether this works or not, or I can prove whether the, um, whether it's possible to do what they want to do. Right. And then, and then from there it's like, great. So I'm, I can truncate my bet from there to be like, great. Like, you know, these people better than I do. I'm willing to help you, but, uh, the level of effort I put forth after that is going to depend on the amount of conviction that, that we can build around whether or not this is an issue. Um, cause I've exactly. done this now. I have the playbook of like, great, you, you want to approach people. Let's come up with some questions to ask them. Let's, uh, ask them to tell us about their problems and maybe, and like you say, like, we'll we'll very likely, uh, learn more about if it's not this problem than other problems that these people have. Um, exactly. yeah. And take it from there. Um, but the nice thing is if I think about it in terms of a bet, my, I can put it in the, you know, right now it's certainly in the low investment category with a potentially high reward, but at least this singular bet is like low investment, low reward. It's like, you know, table stakes. Can we make it? And then once we make it past this part, then I can structure that as a different bet and decide what level of investment is required from me in order to go further. And at the same time, like I can make other bets. They all require different amounts of commitment or investment or whatever and work from there. I think, I think you got this nailed. (laughs) I think this is, this is the right approach. Cool. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel like this is this kind of decision-making framework is good. Uh, Now it's just continuing onward of, yeah, uh, making sure to, well, continuing onward, being consistent in evaluating all these different decisions this way and making sure that, okay, like, am I continuing Am I making good decisions? Am I thinking in bets? Am I hedging? Am I investing properly? That's really what it is. It's just proper investment. Am I investing my time, my funds appropriately? I feel like I monologued for a lot there. <laughs> I had a little, little too much coffee before this, but, um, but no, it's good I, yeah. cause I, I have no voice. I, <laughs> I did judo this morning and I'm just exhausted. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, uh, just a little, I'm, I'm excited. I've, I'm excited to kind of be back doing my own thing. I'm excited at the level of opportunity, but also I'm excited that I have a different approach. Like, I mean, you feel like you said this a million years ago, but like if something's not working, if you're trying the same thing over and over again and something's not working, then you need to change up what you're doing. And this is an opportunity to try something new. And yeah, that's exciting. That's it. I mean, there's different opportunities out there and I don't know why I should do the hard ones. Like, <laughs> Yes, I know. It's like there's, you know... Uh, I mean, there's so many different opportunities, right? All different levels, sizes. I want to do the easy ones, the ones that are compatible with the lifestyle I want. Mm -hmm. If something requires me to raise VC funds and go all in on it and work my ass off like 60 hours a week, no, that's that's not compatible with me. I don't care that maybe it'll be a unicorn, not interested. Yep. No, I totally agree. My dream. And some people, yeah, some people, that's what they love. Like, yeah. that, you know, that gives them energy. Like this idea that I'm working on the next unicorn. Yeah. My dream for my life does not involve unicorns of any kind. <laughs> or I should say, I mean, you know, a unicorn would be cool, I suppose, but, um, is not unicorn. Being a unicorn is not a prerequisite to my happiness. Exactly. Cool. That's all I have. Um, do you have anything else? Should we wrap up? Yeah, let's wrap it. Sounds good. First episode of the year. Yeah, in the on the books. I like it. Oh, by the way, I just received a notification to renew our domain name. Oh, so 
So it's been two years. <laughs> Happy <laughs> anniversary. To to something. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, but I think I think uh, this is around the time we started podcasting. Yeah, we uh, started recording a few episodes before we launched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Two years. I remember. Uh, I think we launched, uh, it was certainly over COVID and I was in Halifax. I remember recording, uh, recording a bunch of episodes when we, we sheltered in, in Halifax for a while. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Seriously. Where's the time go? Okay, man. Uh, in that case, I will catch you next time. Yep. See ya. See you later.